I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And welcome to Stupid Genius. Genius. Stupid Genius. And are we feeling genius this week? Guys, we're famous. <laughs> we literally are. Well, I'm famous by proxy. Your face is famous. I know, and they keep calling me a woman. And that feels good. <laughs> you are a woman. I know, but I never I always get called girl, okay? Um, I do that though. I find it weird calling people our age women. Yeah. I'm like it is. the girl I know. The girl I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. the girl. But yeah. your your little face woman has been seen by over four million people. And if you do not know what um, I'm talking it's about, actually guys, now at five point three million. <gasps> Oh my madness. god! What? Yeah, madness. Five point three million views on. And this our... is like what? It may be like three weeks, something like that. Yeah, we we haven't even explained. You might not even know what we're on about. We have Instagram, and we take it very seriously. No, we take it. We very, don't take we it don't seriously, seriously at all. <laughs> um, and literally within overnight. Molly messaged me like we've gone viral and it was that like 20k views yeah and that was viral to us and that was like I was like oh my god that's crazy and I was like okay well that's that and like nothing really will you know come from it and then it's literally just kept on growing and growing and growing yeah like every time I open my Instagram it'll be like 200 notifications just on that reel to the point where don't get me wrong I'm grateful guys but it's getting annoying how do these actual influencers deal with it it is Vim was getting so annoyed at like me just he was like you got so many notifications I was like well I am an influencer Uh, I am famous now but guys if you don't know what we're talking about go to stupidgenius underscore pod is yes. that what our handle is? Yes. Yeah, underscore bad. And um, if you scroll down, there's a reel about working from home. Yes. Um, and it's it's contentious to say the least. It's we've uh, we've received a lot of hate, which we love. Oh my god! I actually the first hate comment that I got, Molly can uh, actually no, I'll read out. And I sent it, screenshot it, and sent it to Molly, going, "We finally made it our first hate <laughs> comment because they're just so ridiculously funny." And I thought it'd be funny to read them out. We've also had a remix, haven't we, done of us? We have from Reggie from IT. We um, have. It's it's so mad because you see this happen to other people, and you obviously like. It's so weird that you put something out in the world as a joke, as like a bit of satire. And, you know, in the context of a PhD, it's totally reasonable, isn't it? To yeah. like not be working from home when you say you're working from but home. But even at a normal job, I'm sure it's, if you get the work done. Well, that's the whole point of this new way of working, isn't it? But people have taken it so fucking seriously. seriously. So um, read us that first comment. So this is the first comment that I was elated by. This is why companies are requiring workers to be back in the office. Thank you very much. It's great that you steal your salary, but some of us actually <laughs> need to work from home because we can't afford to commute two hours each day and pay super expensive train fares or because housing is extremely expensive. Thanks a lot. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> the bit I like where they say um, about stealing your salary. You. It's like, I'm like, me? You. You, woman. Well, this one was pretty funny as well. Um, seriously? If you're working from home, you're working from home. Don't lie. You will get caught and you deserve the consequences. Working from home is not an excuse to take the piss. Shame on you. Shame on us. (laughs) Emily, I hope you are ashamed. Oh my God, this is a little one saying, why you'll never be successful. (laughs) Sorry, that's really I like oh, the little jabs. And it's what like, is wrong with them? Like they some people are like, I'm making big bucks when I go into the office. Well, it's funny you should say that because this one is exactly like that, right? <laughs> so this person, which is quite funny because their handle is adequate equality. <laughs> oh, no, hang on. Adequate quality. Oh. I think I've misread that. That makes more sense. Damn. And they put, 
that's why I got my whole team coming back to work at the office. You think I give a fuck if you like me or if it takes you two hours to get to work. I got results to achieve uh, capital letters, fat paycheck. <laughs> and then it says at the end, stop crying. <laughs> In what world am I crying? Who's crying? Who's crying? You're fucking crying, You're babe. Crying. This is another one. Entitled people. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You are supposed to be working and you should be available during your work. If you feel embarrassed to be somewhere you are not <laughs> supposed to be, then you know you fucked up. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked up. I like this we one. Can, it's, oh, is it? This <laughs> one more. It's so simple. Emily, y'all should be fired. This is very unethical. Yeah. Y'all, we're PhD students. And then just one more, Wait. all capital letters, get everyone back in the office. <laughs> to be honest, there's Action so station. many. There's so many, but we just we just scrolled through for like literally two minutes oh, and picked our favourites because they're so fun. Um, and it's probably quite crazy to think that we enjoy hate comments but well I suppose there's a difference I guess that they're not actually directed towards us as people you know when like some influencers get really horribly body shamed and stuff like that obviously we're not saying that that's funny that is not funny no but these very out of context like flippant (laughs) remarks are fucking funny I just think if people get that irate by like a a three second video yeah maybe don't use the internet (laughs) just to give it a tiny bit more context if you have not seen this the video was of emily stood in the middle of liverpool city center high street yeah and the audio over it is the team's call ringtone and it literally just says your supervisor it's something like your supervisor tries to call you say it's it's you it says like you um, I'm going to be working from home today. Supervisor, are you free for a quick call? That's it. And it's, and it's, and it's me looking around like, oh shit, basically. And this is what has inspired so much hate. It's so much hate, which is quite funny. The yeah. best thing about it, though, is the people that, that we don't know who have been like, leave them alone. They don't mean it like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like their PhD students. So one person commented, I bet you're fun in the office. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. Exactly that. But anyway, so there we go. We digress. We're famous. You know, you're welcome. You're welcome. Still still help us though become <laughs> yeah we need to be viral again guys come on keep, yeah keep exactly sharing keep sharing things. our stuff we love it we yeah. love it um but let's have some stupids let's have some geniuses and um, what's your stupid for this week okay as usual i've got a few stupids so well, i'm not gonna pick a few i'm gonna pick one or two okay. so um let's oh so one's not PhD related. I've actually had so many stupids this week. I've had a bit of a week like that, but like little bitty stuff. Yeah, I lost a really expensive earring while playing football. Oh, I should have taken them out, you oh, know. Oh, that's um, so disappointing. Yeah, and then I came home from the weekend, lovely weekend in Bristol, to realise that I've had the we- um, heating on. The weekend, <gasps> weekend the heating oh, on the whole weekend. Shit. It was like a sauna when I walked in. I'm surprised nothing caught on fire, oh, you know. Oh my God, how much is that going to have cost? I you? don't know. I haven't checked. Don't think about it. And I'm... I'm literally like, oh god, that is. It's like three pound a day without the heating on. So what is it going to be with the heating on? Oh shit! I don't want to think about it. And then as soon as I turned it off, then because I got a really shit boiler, it like drops the pressure really all, all the time, basically. And it usually does it daily. I have to do the pressure to have a shower. <laughs> Look, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want cheap rent, this is what you're gonna have to do. <laughs> At with. least you're learning how to, you know, handle boilers. Exactly, exactly. And um, I was thinking. Of course, this is the one weekend that it would just last the whole weekend and not drop pressure. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as I turned the heating off, the, the boy went bloop, bloop, bloop. And I was like, oh, okay, now you decide to drop your pressure. Okay, after you've racked up a bill, you know, you've been having fun, haven't you? Anyway, Damn. Um, that, was a, that was a silly, silly little stupid, an expensive stupid. 
And the most recent one is yesterday I was pilot testing and I was loving it and I was having such a productive day. And then I checked my phone and I'm like, oh, fuck. I had a meeting and it was a really important meeting with my supervisor to go through our codes for the interview transcripts. And I had fully missed it for like two hours. Oh, like it was fuck. it was bad. And uh, she was like messaging me. They not, I was going to say they not tried to contact you. Yeah, they did. It's just when you're in the lab, you're down in a basically a basement. You don't really check your phone. That's you're mad doing though, stuff. because like you knew. Is it like we were meant to record? yesterday yeah but you rearranged because of pilot testing so did you not yeah. see that other meeting in the i did know it was there and you know what this is why it's so stupid is literally on sunday i put a post up a story up saying don't forget to check your sun like calendars on yeah, sunday night did. literally didn't i <laughs> and i just i was like i know i've got pilot testing so i don't even need to check and i just got swept away of it all didn't didn't double check and i just feel so bad because now that's going to push back everything it was like you know when you're like i've had such a good day check my phone i'm like oh for fuck's sake and it's not the first time i've done it with her it's like a gut-wrenching feeling isn't it because you're like it's a bit embarrassing because it looks like you've not yeah 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 yeah. and i want to be like meeting to go through like they're your codes right why do you need to meet just to double check that i'm doing it right before i move on from you know uh, it's my first time doing coding and i wanted this and i asked her to it and she's really really busy (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. she's really busy so now i probably won't be able to see her for like another month maybe because she's going away with our laptop and it's just like oh for fuck's sake you know in like that sort of and you you feel so shameful like yeah i'm so stupid i should have checked my calendar oh well yeah it's easily done though because i know she's gonna be like for fuck's sake you've had a lot going on though yeah that's true in a way like from her perspective she's probably just regained like an hour of her day to do something else yeah yeah she sent like three emails and one text and i was like it's worse for you than it is for her and she was saying like are you okay and I thought yeah I'm okay response <laughs> back because like, you like, didn't realise she was referring to the Miss Beaton no 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 I knew oh, she right. was but she like I didn't need to respond to that I mean, oh, <laughs> and she replied back going glad you're okay <laughs> maybe next time let me know if you're running late <laughs> oh shit <laughs> well sorry to Emily supervisor I honestly I feel so bad because take her some chocolates or something I will, I will. Chocolates Actually, always yeah. go a long way. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to grovel. I yeah, think she's, because she's, it is her time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. She didn't reply for a precious. while, and I was like, oh my god, she's gonna drop me as a PhD student. <laughs> as if. Yeah, I know. It's easily it's done. Late now she's stuck with you. Exactly. She's like, fuck's sake, this idiot, <laughs> wasting my time. She's German, so she's so good with time. Oh, as well. very like efficient. She's so good. She's so like everything she does is very. It looks very effortlessly done and like very on time and I mean we're stereotyping but a lot of the German people that I know and have known do seem to be very efficient with your time how yeah. do you do it guys let us know well, our German listeners I asked her and she just sent me a recommendation for a book saying why Germans do it better as a joke as a joke oh, as no a satire <laughs> yeah but so I bought it and I'm gonna read it <laughs> love that then you'll have to give us a little synopsis yes go on that was a long stupid um so a bit like you I just feel like I've had lots of little stupid things mm. like little niggly things all week really um one little stupid thing this morning which is not my stupid but I was trying to get out of my back gate with my bike and then like Ronnie the cat was like trying to follow me da, da. anyway I full on stacked it my legs got tangled in like the wheel and the back gate and I went flying onto my back in the grass oh my gosh on top of my bike oh my gosh this was at like quarter past seven in the morning which is quite funny but no my actual stupid I would say I was trying to think and do you know what sorry <laughs> just quickly gloss over that but anyway I did fall and it was embarrassing but... it was embarrassing it was fun um 
And no, I would say I've probably not done enough PhD work to have come across a proper super PhD moment. So I'm going to go just general life here. And um, I recently got a tattoo. Oh, um, yeah. And I've decided I will not go into detail. I've decided that I do not like it. It was not done particularly well. It's not the person's fault. They were literally brand new to tattooing. And it was my it was my fault. I shouldn't have had it in such a visible place for someone that had never tattooed before. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have had it in a more hidden place. Anyway, I've decided that I want to get rid of it. Um, and it's a big fat. It's What is it? Huh? <laughs> what was what was the tattoo of? Oh, it's like a botanical sort of yeah. thing. Um <laughs> And I'm terrified about saying this because my mum, yes, I'm 30 years old, but I'm scared of my mum finding this out because I've had laser before and she was so Aww. mad with me. And when I said I was getting this tattoo, she was like giving me such a like letter you're about going, why you're I just going to get a laser. And I was like, for God's sake, mum. No, I'm not. Shut up, mum. I want it. And it's I my know. body, my choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, fucking obviously my mum was right. They always are. And I'm now getting it lasered. And I went to the checkup last week. Um, or was it on like, it wasn't this week. No, because... It's the start of things. So yeah, it must have been last week. Anyway, it's going to cost me 330 Oof. quid for like the full eight sessions. Oof. Why is it that I'm so fiscally irresponsible? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to chug with this. No, I fucking am. You are, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I You're am. like Vin. Honestly, like they'll be very good with money and very logical. And then every now and then, just like mm. randomly do like big purchases or I big know. things here. I don't there. claim to be good with it. I mean, it went straight on the credit card. Oh. <laughs> so to be honest, though, like that's fine. And, and then you're going to have a little clean slate. Yeah, it's one of them. Like, there's no point feeling bad about it because it's happened now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I could like cry about it and be like, oh, why did I do this? Well, it's done now. It's done now. But it exactly. was pretty stupid. I feel exactly <laughs> the same with the whole mummy don't show me like i have not shown Sorry, my mum mummy <laughs> mummy oh, i was thinking of um, oh, being an adult still trying to hide things from still you. trying to hide things from yeah your mum and i was saying mummy because it, it makes me feel like that like a child <laughs> like yeah. a fucking child because my mum doesn't know i have tattoos i've hidden them I know, from her. you've still hidden them yeah it's um, quite a new thing though i suppose so. yeah yeah and it when she came like- around for the whole like four days i was like sweating in long sleeved <laughs> shirts <laughs> Like thinking, oh and then I was like getting changed, and I'm quite liberal as she, we probably know. Does she have Instagram? No, she doesn't. Because oh, you can definitely see them on Instagram. I mean, I had my nipple pierced for like ten years and never showed, and like hid it from my mum. Oh really? She wasn't happy about the nose piercing. Oh but god, she, our parents listen to this, right? My mum doesn't. I mean, hi mum, if you do, love you. Hi mum, I was only joking about my nipple. Yeah, I don't have, <laughs> I don't have tattoos. What? <laughs> Moving on, what's a genius? Uh, well, you tell me yours first. Oh. Hey. Oh, what is my genius? I, I'm always having to get up my notes because I can't remember the. I actually have notes. This yeah, see? my head is like a little fluffy sieve today. Fluffy um, sieve? Oh, it's actually on topic because last week my motivation was fucking pants. Yeah, and I got that Monday motivation this week. Oh, actually, this We're week in form up, and I'm given the, the, the fists. Yes, <laughs> you. And last week, the Monday was motivation was high. Yeah, and I just got so much done, um, and I was just like on on form. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, the rest of the week trickled down, and that's why we need to still talk about motivation. But I was pretty happy with my two Mondays. And obviously yesterday, um, I'm getting to grips with my pilot testing. I think I feel really confident in it um, and I'm ready to sort of start recruiting. I just need to sort of tweak a few different things, but that's That's the final study. I just want to get it done. And yeah, the annoying thing is that they're suddenly deciding to redo the whole lab. 
So it's going to look fucking brand new and so lovely and spanking new after I do my testing. So that's fun. Anyway, what's your genius? Um, Yeah, so mine is sort of actually related. It's on topic as well of motivation because I think the last couple of weeks on the pod, we've both said about like this sort of dimming motivation and maybe it's because of the stage we're at, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But my genius was that I actually um, employed the tips that Beth or Bethology, you might know from Instagram, gave us last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode... underscore Bethology. Yes, that is her Instagram. Um, And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go back and listen after this episode um, because she did give us some great tips. But her tip was basically saying, and it's so simple, like I, I guess it's something you already know, but just hearing it, she said that, you know, if you're really struggling with motivation to do that sort of heavy lifting work, you know, real brain work, real mm. thinking work, whatever it is you need to do, then do something because, like, at least you're being productive. So, like, last week, I did. I was really struggling. I'm at that point. I'm at a new chapter. And mm. it's the hardest chapter in terms of thinking. It's the discussion chapter. It's going to take so much thought. I just couldn't bring myself to start yeah. it. So, um, instead, I did what Beth said. I did formatting. I compiled all my chapters into one big document and formatted it according to how you know our university's guidelines look i made a big reference master document which has got 40 pages of all my references all in order i did like do you know what i mean i did all these things which are gonna need to be done okay they don't need to be done now but at least i was doing something yeah. so actually for me my genius was taking what could have been a really unproductive week and turning it into something yeah you know? that sounds like a really productive week yeah because it, that takes time yeah exactly that yeah. and it's not it wasn't doing what I what I wanted to be doing right then, but it was doing something that was still getting me towards my goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm yeah. the master of that, and that's <laughs> we'll come on to that. That's the problem for me. And let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's get onto the ramble. Exciting. Let's get ready to ramble. Uh, so today we are talking all about motivation um and i think we've made it pretty clear over the last couple of weeks that we've both been having a bit of a motivational slump as we mentioned already but um for you why do you feel like we need to talk about motivation how is your motivation shaping up at the moment so i think i've got a few big things going on so my motivation i've had bank holidays here and there i've had conference sort of days i've had training sessions so although I'm that's still doing work, it sometimes feels like the PhD, the writing stage, the the research stage has taken a sort of full stop or like I've ran at a wall and I've hit that mm. wall hard. I find it's like really good to take breaks, obviously, but it then it then is sometimes hard to just jump back into it. Um and for me it comes out in more I have big tasks to do and I I love doing all these little tasks that we talked about. And, um, you know, a few weeks back, we had my friend on saying, eat the frog. And I just really need to start eating a shit ton of frogs (laughs) (laughs) because um, I definitely put off tasks that are hard to me. The coding, that's hard. I mean, it's not necessarily, it's doable, but it's new to me. So it's scary. So I don't necessarily do it. And um, I'm not sort of looking at my time schedule and I'm not keeping to time. I'm sort of being really easy on myself. Um, and 
it's so easy to do and it's and it's it, it's good to know when to be easy on yourself but I've been too easy <laughs> and I think that's what's so important in a, in a PhD is really having that self-reflection you need to be so on it with knowing how you feel um, and that's why it's really good to have support networks to talk about it and talk it through and being like okay well why is it that I need a break is it that I actually need to just get on with it is it that I need to break down you know um <laughs> nodding very seriously yeah. and just, just break down <laughs> you just need a good cry no yeah, yeah, yeah. I like break down sort of what I need to do what what is it do I need accountability so I think this is why I want to talk about it today to sort of talk it through with you because you are probably one of my biggest support networks in the PhD world Molly and you guys you guys <laughs> <laughs> you guys have actually helped me a lot and us a lot when we sort of verbalize things on our instagram you guys come back with really good tips and tricks so that's obviously lovely i love the phd community but yeah so that's why i wanted to talk about it today um it's just looking a bit like i'm just feeling a bit sorry for myself i think mm-hmm. i think that's what it is yeah i know what you mean and i think everything you just said i really relate to i think probably a lot of people listening will relate to um and you know all those reasons of why i want to talk about it as well but i think also recognizing that outside of all that the journey that the phd is you know you often see those infographics of like a roller coaster with ups and downs and that's a phd yeah. journey and i think there are natural slumps and we're sort of what are we end of second year start of third year i think that is quite a common slump to have because we've been going at a certain pace going and going and going and going well, we're and going. running a marathon we're running for a marathon like two we're, years. At, we're at mile 20 yeah of, you know of the marathon or something like that so i think it's quite natural to have these motivational slumps but at the same time we don't have time for it no we don't and we need motivation more than ever so i think it's just what em, em just said as well about you know being really reflective and i actually find for me that hopefully for our listeners you know listening to the podcast has been good for that but actually recording these podcasts we've said this before is so helpful because it's a bit like keeping a journal and it makes me think ah okay yeah I wouldn't have probably noticed that my motivation had taken a dive, but because we, you know, we, we talk reflect about it every reflect week. It, yeah, it's really handy. So yeah, yeah. we both recommend just starting a it. podcast yeah. for it because it's really, you know, that's the that's the thing. I, um, if my supervisor ever finds out, I'm going to be like, you know what, this has been better for my PhD than yeah. We'll write a paper on it, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll write a paper on it. Um, but you might be thinking, obviously, we all know what motivation is, right? It's not rocket science. But here's a little common definition, just to be. Really clear so motivation is the drive to achieve your goals or your needs your wants it's about breaking old habits and forging new ones so sounds very simple we all know you know that it's not that simple and I think I just wanted to draw our attention to um some of the quite like negative rhetoric around motivation that you get online because Hopefully, you know, you guys know that me and Em try to take quite a positive approach to things. We both believe, Em, I'm speaking for you now, but I think I say that... You you can say it better than I can. Well, we just, we both feel that a positive outlook is really helpful if you can take it. But when I was like doing a bit of research this episode and I was like, you know, looking for motivational stuff just to see what's out there, it's all so negative. Like a lot of it is linked with like, you're having this struggle. It's a battle. Um, And this is... when it's, it's usually like henchmen Literally. runners usually like runners oh or henchmen Emily, yeah it was all male runners yes, i'm not joking and I, mean. I was like and they're like 
shouting and, and like just being quite aggressive. It's not helpful. It so scares me. How do you I think, think it motivates some people, obviously, that's why they're well, there. Well, it does, but maybe a certain type of person. How does this make you feel, right, Em? And listener, I want you to have a think about this as well and send us a message on the Instagram. Does this quote actually make you feel better, right? You need to use guilt as your fuel. You need to start feeling guilty when you are not achieving or striving towards your dreams. Oh my God. Fuck off. That makes, you know what that does to my heart? It makes it sink into my stomach and then I'm like panicking. A How little bit panicky. How is that motivational? Yeah. You know what? Sorry, but this is so like weird off topic, but still on topic is we, um, I went shopping. <laughs> yes, this is a tangent. I'm this here. A tangent. <laughs> I'm ready. I went to Lidl and um, there was a family that were quite loud and they were like having sort of fun and then they were packing up um, in their car and the kid lifted up the um, oh the clutch, put, yeah. it, put it down. So the car started rolling back, and the mum clipped obviously the clutch or the brake. The, you know when you pull up the clutch, the handbrake. The handbrake. That's it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was just thinking, mate, the clutch. Do you know from the clutch? That doesn't nothing. <laughs> and how was the kid reaching that long legs? <laughs> lifted up the brake. Um, what was it the handbrake yeah and it started rolling and the mum just started shouting like are you stupid are you stupid lift it up listen to me now are you stupid this kid's obviously crying because she's like I am stupid and I just <laughs> wanted to see what it was like but um and then she like runs around and she pulls up the handbrake and I just thought if that mum had just obviously she's clearly very stressed I was gonna say in her defence I imagine that is highly <laughs> stressful you've just and got it, even just doing little with kids is fucking yeah, stressful yeah exactly um, but I thought like that that's like a way of like not teaching your kid what what I guess you could have run round if the kid's not listening like pull up the handbrake if they don't listen run round because she had to run round anyway the kid wasn't listening anyway pull up the <laughs> handbrake and go that is severely dangerous and teach them in a way that's like not I don't know. I feel like no one learns in a way that people just shout and yell stuff at. Yeah, that like negative reinforcement. That negative reinforcement is never good. And that just reminded me of that situation. And that kid just like froze. Because that's what happens. You feel like freeze. Yeah, you don't respond well to negativity. And like one of the other things that this person said as well was, and maybe this does help some people. And I don't, obviously, it's not a blanket approach. That's one thing I suppose we should stress with motivation that it is very personal. But another thing was saying that like you have to use... um, the people that doubt you as your motivation and again I suppose I can sort of you know it's that whole thing of like prove them wrong prove them wrong but it's like well why don't we flip that and it's like well no use the people that root for you that love you that believe in you as motivation that's what I do to prove them right rather than to prove those negative people wrong Wrong. I don't know how do you feel about that um I'm conflicted because I do quite like this motivation but I don't think it's healthy if that makes sense. No, and I don't think it's sustainable. And it's not sustainable because you lose motivation a lot quicker. Yes. Um, it's shown in research that negative reinforcement doesn't work. Positive reinforcement is... it. I mean, they both work, but positive reinforcement works for longer. Mm. I think, though, the way, obviously, gymnastics is ingrained in me and sort of stuff like that, it's, it's, it's rooted in self-doubt and negativity and not self-belief whereas the positive is rooted in self-belief that's it so um you know the more you have confidence in yourself the more you the less likely you seek validation on other people well that's it because i think this whole thing of like trying to prove people (laughs) people. (laughs) oh my god that just reminded me of there's that um fucking hell there's like a meme um and it says 
like the title thing is like if I did this I wouldn't sleep for the rest of my life and it's a woman on like the morning news and um, <laughs> have you seen this no and she's she sort of says the headline and then she says this was you know molly for sit up britain and then instead of saying goodbye she says good boy (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like so like good boy oh it's just honestly you have to see it to make it awful but yeah um what was i saying about poo (laughs) (laughs) prove you have to prove people wrong that's it this whole thing of like proving people wrong that's surely rooted in the idea that you can't do something right. Yeah. In a way, whereas if you're geared towards actually trying to prove the people right that believe in you, that's already yeah. going from the well, assertion that you can do it. It's so much more exhausting, surely, because yeah. you're just constantly having to prove yourself. It's which this fight, right? But this than- is how, I, maybe, and this is where I'm going wrong. I definitely find that motivation, uh, it fuels me, but it only fuels, it's like, fuels me for a bit and mm. then it drops very quickly. So like, I've heard of people having hate walls. What's um that? so I remember Walls like W A L L. Yes, yeah, yeah. So uh someone decided to do a really it was a runner. <laughs> Shock. And instead of having like all the people that support you, all the people that told them that, that they was couldn't do they it. couldn't do it, they put them up and had a hate wall. Wow. Um, and every day they were like gonna be like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. And that's what motivated them. And I thought that's like my type of motivation. But I had, we when we went skiing, diversion again, we, Vin <laughs> is, did not... This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> Vin did not approve of the skiing instructor because she was just yelling like, do this, don't do that, don't do that. Uh, like you're in the Marines. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and Vin was just getting angry and angry because he does not respond well to that. But it it first triggered me because I'm back in gymnastics. And then I like <laughs> went back into like, yes, sir, <laughs> yes, miss. Um, and then when I came away from her, I kind of, because she wasn't in my ear, I like completely freaked out because no one was telling me what to do and shouting at me. Oh. And then when my friends that were like, you're doing really well and positive reinforced me, I started to cry. Because I felt like I didn't deserve it. That's how oh like God, ridiculous it was. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm like, I'm not doing well. Like, I'm not doing good. Like, I'm deep. a shit skier. And I <laughs> felt so like, like, I didn't deserve, like, you're doing well. I was like, I didn't believe it because I've been just shouted at for like two hours saying yeah. you, you're not doing it right. That that then, that, that was when it like hit me. And I was like, and then I was just really scared to ski down this like slope. So that kind of made me realise, oh my God, am I so like negatively reinforced that even a bit of positivity and a bit of, you know, you're doing great, you're you're skiing really well or, you know, that it completely threw me off and was like, ah, no, I'm not. Like, what the fuck? So that really, from that moment, that really made me shift in like, I need to try and motivate myself in a way that's yeah, more positive. More and, positive. because yeah, and more enduring then. Because that negative being shouted at, that might work. It might work momentarily, but it's not going to make well, you want to keep I doing it. as soon as I came away it? from it, I was just a mess. No, because you need, we need, like, especially with a PhD, we need to be motivated over a long period of time. You don't need motivated just for a morning or just for one task. It needs to be, like, enduring, right? Yeah. Um, but do you know what? This is really interesting because there's clearly a bit of a sort of contention here. So listeners, let us know, how do you, you know, do you respond to being negatively motivated, I suppose, by thinking about those people that told you you couldn't do it? Or do you prefer to be positively? I think it's fine to have that, but just have a balance. Oh, of course. And and maybe more have the positive. But it does make me think, because like actually literally this week, and guys don't hate on Lloyd, right? He wasn't saying it in a mean way, but... (laughs) 
I am a bit flaky with some stuff. Like I'll say I'll do things and then I don't do it, right? Yeah. I am quite flaky with some things. Some things yeah. I'm great at sticking at, you know, and forging habits. Other things, not so much. Yeah, I'm Anyway, I went to a marathon event on Sunday. I wasn't obviously taking part. Jesus, Molly. I know um, you started running for the first time. <laughs> well, it inspired me. I actually nearly cried every time a new runner came over the finish line. It was so emotional, honestly. It really is. You can see they're just... Oh, my God. They yeah. were incredible. And some of them were doing this thing called 10 in 10, which is 10 marathons in 10 days. Fuck it's the me. Windermere Marathon. Check it out, guys, because it's for an amazing charity called Brave They Trust. Anyway, watch this. And then the next day, which was yesterday, and I messaged you saying I'd just been yeah. for a run I was like I'm gonna go for a run because I'm gonna start running again and I want to learn to run and I can't run and I told Lloyd and he's like hmm and I was like what do you mean and he was like well yeah yeah okay and I was like no I'm gonna do it I'm gonna run like I've never run more than like 5k and even that was a push I'm gonna learn to run 10k and he was like yeah okay then I was like you don't think I'm gonna do it and he was like well no I don't and I was like Lloyd like believe in me and I was like he's, he was like it's not like I don't believe in you I just don't think you'll do it and he was like come on um prove me wrong and he actually said that he actually mm. said prove me wrong and I didn't like that no. to me it didn't make me feel like I wanted to prove him wrong it made me feel like well he Defeated. doesn't believe I can do it maybe I can't do it well this is the whole thing about um you know sort of not say it's Slayton on Lloyd because he's very positive he's so supportive guys yeah. please don't yeah, hate yeah, on Lloyd, yeah. but. but more about the whole ignite you know what I talk about like the igniters the people that are gonna root you on and you know make you feel energized in life and want to do sort of stuff that's yeah. those are the people that make you feel good they make you feel you know fulfilled and then there's the the middle the middles that just don't do the igniting but don't do the you, you're not going to do it and then yeah. there's the colin robertson's the energy vampires that are just sort of saying like well you're not going to do that and like good luck and you won't get anywhere and yes and i'm sure people have thought that about the us doing this podcast like what's the point probably probably but what we, is the point what no, is the point <laughs> but to be fair with Lloyd he's not an energy vamp bless him no he's I not he's not that's he's why usually, I wanted to say but, yeah. but that's what the whole point is like try and avoid those people that are oh, constantly sure. doing that to you because it's not going to motivate you no and and that's and, the thing like Lloyd is usually so motivating he, he's my biggest cheerleader but I also think he probably is a bit of a realist and how many times has he heard me say I'm going to yeah. run three times Vince a like that. Yeah, so Vince I mean, like at that. the end yeah, of the yeah. day that's it he's heard me say it yeah. before but I'd really like to get on to talking about yeah. um, my life something. <laughs> I just had an aha moment I think aha aha I don't know self reflect I'm like having thank you for being my therapist today Molly <laughs> you're welcome it will be 50 pounds you can transfer it straight into my monzo I will give you a protein ball <laughs> <laughs> that is a deal thank you um more like so why I was just thinking you don't want to surround yourself with these Colin Robinsons these people that are going to say why are you doing that you're not going to be able to do a PhD you're not going to be able to oh, good luck with that why would then you motivate yourself and talk to yourself like that mm. you know yeah you're not going to you're not going to so I'm really after this I'm really shifting into this positive reinforcement like I can do it yeah I am gonna do this not and like you said before touching on childhood I think there are parents who motivate their kids like that by being like you know you're you're never gonna do this thinking that they're gonna prove kids don't want that and we're no. all just big kids really you want to be told yeah you can do it yeah you can do it you are good at it you can do it yeah anyone can do it and do you know what my mum I remember as a little kid one thing I do remember is my mum always used to say to me you can be anything you want to be. That's my mum. My mum was the same. And, and do you my, know what? I fucking believe it. Yeah. Part of me thinks now, if I wanted to quit and start A-level science again, 
just because I would need to refresh it, go to uni and do science and become a brain surgeon. Part of me thinks, well, if I had the resources, I probably could. I think it's that. It's ridiculous. I think that. But that's how entrenched it is in my head. I have the, how hard is it, Jean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like, well, if I wanted to be an astronaut, I mean, I don't want to, so I'm not going so to. If I to. wanted to. Yeah. I mean, it's ludicrous, but then part of me thinks, well, there's nothing damaging about having that mindset, is no. there? No, I don't think so. I still respect the, how hard it is to do things. Well, we'd need time and resources and it would yeah. be stressful and it wouldn't be just like, oh, yeah, I'd do it in a week. But No, no, but I think part of me thinks if I really wanted to and I had the time yeah. resources, I could do it. I think I, I definitely had that my whole life. of like, you can do it. You can be whatever you want, Emily. Like, you can do it. And and that really stuck with me. And, and if you need to hear it, listeners, you can do yeah. it. Yeah. Yes, you, you can, can do, do it. it. We believe in you. Yeah. Um, but here's some tips to help you. Yeah, we'll finally be do that. Tips. Okay. So just a little quick disclaimer as well is that both Em and I, we recognize that, you know, certain things like maybe depression, anxiety can impact your ability to sort of feel motivated. And the tips and tricks that we're about to sort of chat about obviously don't replace um, actually seeking help from your doctor or from counselors and things like that. So if you feel that, maybe something like depression anxiety is the thing that's preventing you from being motivated you know please, please go yeah. seek um someone professional yeah or we don't go, yeah we're not delusional enough to think that these things are gonna you know make yeah. you feel like you can do anything yeah so and just, just to, to let that. you know i'm i've started therapy again and i'm constantly in and out of therapy yeah um because what's is there any harm in getting to know yourself better of course not I everyone love, should have therapy. You know, yeah i think so anyway absolutely and also we're not gonna talk about taking a break because sometimes your motivation is the fact that you're just burnt out and you physically can't give anything else I've got nothing left to give <laughs> give 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 it's like you, you, you talk about film at yeah I've got, I've no, got nothing left. left why have I done that Northern I've, I've got, got nothing left yeah it's more my accent isn't it yeah. um, so we're not talking about taking a break but just try and be self reflective and being like okay is it that I need to take a break or is it the tips that we're going to tell you today yes. so go yeah, ahead so- Molly to start off, um, goals, um, you know, we've talked about goals before in the podcast. They're super important. Um, in order to strive towards you what, what you want to achieve, you need to know what you want to achieve. So having goals, but they need to be really measurable goals, not just like big abstract things that you can't tell if you're achieving them or not. They need to be measurable. So, for example, like we say on our writing retreats, you might have a goal of like today I'm going to write 500 words or by the end of the week, I'm going to have coded three transcripts have these really measurable goals because then when you do them you can tick them off it feels great but also Mm -hmm. you can track your progress as well so what i do or just recently done because again lacking in motivation so i try and take my own advice is i created a so i've got 12 month left 12 month left (laughs) (laughs) i've got 12 months left i've got 12 months left and uh, that's a long time 12 months of what the PhD. I well, hate say it, mate. You no, no, I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, let's just about say that months. about nine months. Um, and so I split that even into six months, and then I split that again into three months. So of a gangster, and I, I re. <laughs> oh my god, what's going on? What is wrong with your voice? A gangster. <laughs> going old timey wimey. What? I've got. I've got. Na- my I'm brain. A <laughs> it's just, hey, well, I do like a good gangster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gone all giddy. Um, yeah, so I now have a three-month gant <laughs> And so now I know the, you know, the very sort of, I know three months seems like a long time, but it isn't in PhD world. So now I know what I want to achieve in three months. And then I break that down into day by day 
of what I need to achieve. I have like a weekly to-do list and then I write down, physically write down because I like the physical tick off Mm -hmm. of what I'm doing that day. And then I block out my calendar as well um, to being like, okay, today I'm going to write an abstract or today I'm going to do a presentation or write this or write that. Um, And that's a way of me going, it takes that element of thinking about what I want to do and it's kind of what I need to do because I've, I've spent time in being like, okay, what do you need to do to achieve these goals? And then I wake up and I'm like, okay, you do them. The issue is holding yourself accountable. Yeah. Isn't it? Because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, well, I said I was going to do this, but uh, I actually don't want to do that. And I'm just going to respond to emails and do the little tasks because I'm, the, I'm like, so I'm so easily being like, well, I don't, I don't have the energy to do that. But sometimes you just need to just do it yeah I mean the thing with holding yourself accountable I think another little trick which can help with that specifically is um tell people like in your support network so for example like um yesterday if I'd have said I'm gonna do this yeah maybe I would just be like "Eh, actually fuck it I won't bother but if I've messaged you and be like oh by the way I'm gonna do this today Mm -hmm. and then at the end of the day I'm like oh how did that go and I'm like oh well I didn't do it Mm, that's not a very nice thing to have to say like admit is it you do that swallow exactly whereas if you tell people what you're planning on doing and then that holds you accountable to someone else then it's less easy to sort of flake off isn't it if you know that someone else is going to be wondering oh did you do that or that's what I think is great about these writing retreats is because you verbalize your goal in front of quite a lot of people so by the end of the day you don't want to be that one person that says actually no I couldn't be asked I did my emails instead yeah you know oh my gosh yeah 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 and it's not again it's not about telling people so that they can make you feel bad when you don't do it but it's actually so that you feel good when you tell them that you did do it I think because it's so easy to let yourself off in like it is you, you know you haven't told anyone so you're like oh so that's why I've sent my Gantt chart to my supervisor there you go um and I have sort of made everyone aware that I want to keep schedule and this is the timeline I'm sort of keeping mm-hmm. um because then it helps them they know what to expect what they're expecting from me yeah massively um and then I know what to sort of when to do what I do think that's been a key in my success in terms of getting as much writing done as I have because I did the same thing that you've just described as well uh, a few months ago and like it has completely worked and like now this discussion chapter yeah I'm getting I'm sort of struggling really getting going with it but I know that I've agreed a date in June that I have to send that chapter the first draft to my supervisors and I will not miss that date. I just yeah. won't. I couldn't bring myself to have to send that email saying, I'm really sorry, I haven't managed oh, it. Yeah. So for me, that's perfect. It's an accountable um, goal that I, you know, it's, yeah. it's very tangible. There's, yeah. no, there's no mistake in it. It has to be done by then. And I find yeah. that very, very useful. Very useful. The hard part is that things pop up here and there in your PhD. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Recently, last week, I had planned to do this and this. And then I had a two-day training plan, like course that they sort of popped up and they're like, you should come. Yeah. So... So it is juggling that and that's that's when it gets tricky and that's when it gets hard. But that's why the goals need to be like um, intelligent goals in the sense of very well thought out, realistic. You've accounted for things like training days popping up. You know, you're not giving yourself a week to write a draft chapter. You're giving yourself two months because then if those things pop up, well, it's okay because you're not you're not working on the absolute line of just about Mm. achieving it. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I'm doing because at the end of every week I then there's a new thing I'm doing to try and figure out if I'm achieving if I'm writing smart goals I then write down the remaining tasks and usually they're a lot longer ah uh, okay and so I'm like okay well I'm clearly I clearly overestimating over, what you yeah yeah do, overestimating yeah. what I can do so let's strip it back a bit and that's a horrible feeling because 
you know you feel behind constantly you, do, you constantly feel like I've not done enough I've not done enough but it's not that you've not done enough you're just setting yourself to higher goals exactly so for sure these goals are really important I think another thing as well that um we felt was a good uh good tip good trick is to find people that inspire you that motivate you not not to model yourself as such but you know those people can be role models and you can you can take inspiration from their success and their achievements as well yeah so that might be friends like for example you em i i take a lot of motivation from you like stop no i do no but same with you because you take so much you have a lot going on in your life and you know you're always this sort of well you're obviously yeah i lost an earring at the weekend it was tall life is hard you know no No, but but i know yeah yeah i do i admire the way that you approach the phd i admire that you you know how active that you stay and how you do all these fun things and having people in your support network whether it's supervisors family friends that you can gain motivation inspiration from is a great Thing. Yeah, and it goes back to that thing that you've already said to be honest about the igniters exactly find your and igniters. it's find your people because I'm sure not everyone wants to be around me in that term <laughs> you know like I'm probably not everyone's cup of tea that's fine same with you like I sort of have that with you I think you really enjoy life and it, it you can see that and you're like you want to try new things and you're you know, you're like, oh, that seems exciting. You you kind of, you come along with the journey with me. If I'm like, let's do this. You're like, okay, let's go. <laughs> or like vice versa. So I think that's really fun to be around those sort of people for, for me. And I really enjoy that. But I also enjoy the people that are a little bit more, I mean, everyone's heard Vin. He's, he's a little bit more calmer. He brings that, he brings sort of, I really enjoy doing stuff with him because it, it brings this wave of calm, but we still mess about and have silliness and he still jumps along with my crazy journey. So, so I think it's finding the people that, do that for you um and it doesn't it's not copy and paste for everyone i do find it interesting though because i you know i do know some people um who almost get demotivated by other people's successes they're always it's almost like oh well those people are succeeding and why am i not and things like that yeah but try and see other people's success not as a slant on your own you know well that's come from comparison so you're comparing yourself in a negative way rather than going damaging thing. what can i do to like oh how do you get in your motivation sort of almost like a learning tip rather than going oh well they just seem like they've got it all sorted and yeah and they so easy and like it's not it's not for me i i do struggle and i i am I've had a really tough month mm-hmm. this week uh, for personal reasons, family wise, you know, I've, I've been really down in the dumps um, and I've had really a lot of things going on in my life. Uh, doesn't mean that I still can't find positive aspects in it. And yeah, because otherwise I would just crumble under the pressure. So I'd, I've taken, you know, Molly's inspiration. <laughs> like I've taken her energy. And <laughs> it's not been a great month for me, even to be honest. So I think comparing yourself to other people's, yeah, we've we've said it again and again. It's it, in a negative way. It is negative, and you're just going to beat yourself up by it. But if you go, oh my god, how do you do this? How yeah, do you do that? Yeah, if it's a learning opportunity, that's different, isn't it? Mm. Comparing yourself just for the sake of comparing, just to be like, oh, well, they're successful and I'm not, or they're motivated and I'm not. That's not useful. It's self-deprecating. Yeah, but if you're doing it because you want to learn from that person, it's like I have people in my life that I'm like, wow, like they are smashing it, you know. I love that. I yeah. think fair fucks to you. How are you doing it? Tell yeah, me your yeah, secrets. Yeah. You know? Tell me your secrets. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Um, I think another thing as well that um, we've both talked about um, personally um, and maybe on the podcast before as well is that another great way to keep motivated is by keeping your eyes on the prize. And I suppose another way of saying that would be 
remind yourself of why you're doing it, whether it's getting up every day to do a run, doing a PhD, um, you know, trying to be a vegetarian, whatever the thing is that right now, you, listener, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're trying to strive towards, why are you doing it, right? Why yeah. are you doing it? You love bacon, you're trying to be a vegetarian. That's a really hard thing to do. Yeah. Remind yourself We've why you're doing there. it. We've been there, me and Molly. Well, I haven't actually, because I was born a vegetarian. Oh, so I got, well, I've been there, bacon tastes delicious. I got but a you know card. what's even... <laughs> more delicious keeping pigs alive yay <laughs> looking after the planet yeah. but do you know what I mean reminding yourself of that bigger picture and like with the PhD right why am I waking up every day and sitting in front of a desk on my own writing a thesis that it's really sort of a hard thing to come to terms with but then I remember okay I'm doing it so that I can wear that funny hat get up on a stage receive that doctorate be, be called a, a doctor. doctor yeah have a job that allows me to earn a high salary to get do exciting research like you know remind yourself of those things because otherwise what's the point yeah you lose you lose sight of like the end goal and that is it's a it we've talked about marathon but it is a marathon and you you can lose sight of what what's to come we've actually got a perfect episode for that of reminding ourselves of all the positives of a phd yeah and it's called oh (laughs) boink sorry guys i just flicked the mic and it's called um practicing positivity i don't know what episode it is i think it was maybe i want to say like four no i think it was later than that 12 i don't know i don't know back in the archives but it's it's there and we sort of talked about all the positives of a phd and and that's that's what where like what motivates me i'm like oh my god okay so if i want to go to this really cool conference in australia which is amazing. It's an amazing opportunity. I need to do X, Y, and Z to be able to reward myself of that. Yeah. And if you're a visual person, if just saying those things in your head is not enough, make a mood board, you know? Like if you have a home office or wherever it might be, your bedroom, your office, your lab, whatever, make a mood board. Get a picture of yourself graduating, you know, get a picture of yourself. Get that physical visual manifestation yeah, of what you want because I think that's another thing as well. You need to be able to you need to picture yourself doing it. So like when I did the three minute thesis last week or whenever it was, I pictured myself smashing it on stage. When I did that Positive run yesterday, visualization. Yeah, I pictured myself running like mm-hmm. a queen. You know, I looked fucking nothing <laughs> like it, but picturing yourself. I doing I'm it. all for making yourself the main character. Like yes, I whenever I do stuff, I am just in my own little like movie, and I I. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But we are the main character. That's the thing. Like, well, yeah, your life is your life. Yeah. Like, yeah, you share it with other people and they are extremely important to you, but you have to live with you. Well, I said that last week. You're the longest relationship you're going to hold. Yes. The longest relationship you're going to hold is with yourself. So you may as well... Be kind to yourself. Yeah. And And I think that links to something as well, which actually my therapist said to me. (laughs) um, I'm not in therapy at the moment, but when I was, um, she said this and I loved it. Um... She basically said that our brains listen to the things we tell it. It's a feedback machine. You get out what you put in. So if you tell if you tell your brain negative things, it will believe it. If you tell yes. your brain positive things, it will believe it. And I honestly do think I know it's very simplistic, and I don't want to be like reductionist, but no, it's reconditioning yourself into positive thinking. I'm literally works. currently doing that now. Thera- <laughs> I'm in therapy, and I'm currently doing I am's every day. So I list three I am's. And maybe you guys can do it too, to recondition myself into this positive mindset. So I do three I am's that I think I know I am. So, you know, I am kind, I am, you know, and then I do two more that I may not necessarily believe, Ah. but I want to be, or maybe other people have told me, um, to recondition myself into thinking 
you know, more positive about myself. And do you know so, what? I bet there's something in that, which I'm sure there is because it's from therapy, so it's probably something <laughs> in it, but as in like listing the ones you don't quite believe with the ones that you really do believe because mm-hmm. then your brain almost processes them as the same yes. and I write them belief. in the morning and in the evening um, yeah. and I and then I'm going to read back on them at the end of the week and I'm just going to keep doing that until uh, until I die. I love that. <laughs> it's you know really what? good. Try, yeah, you should I'm try it. I'm not doing anything as structured as that at the moment, but every yoga class I go to, because I usually go to like one, sometimes two a week, at the start of every practice, I always set an intention. So um, an intention of how I want to be that day. And it sort of links, doesn't it? Because setting that intention is sort of saying that you can achieve it, that yeah. you believe that you're you're going to do it sort of thing. So, um, yeah, remember, guys, keep your eyes on the prize. Another thing as well, which is sort of the other end of motivation in a way, we've talked about how to, how to get yourself to do it, but then there's also rewarding yourself when you do do it. Yeah. I think is really important yeah, as well. Yeah, celebrate the little wins. Yeah, Always. whether it's just like actually celebrating yourself internally by giving yourself a big, woohoo, I did it, or literally thinking okay, if I do this, you know, say if your intention is to take a 20 minute walk every lunchtime mm-hmm. or something like that, at the end, say, right, if I do that every day for a month, I'm going to buy myself that book that I really want. Yeah. Or I'm going to take myself for a facial or, you know, actually, actually reward yeah. yourself. Yeah. Because or even smaller, like, I don't know, if I get this done, I will go do something I really like to do, yeah, which I'm is like, for a coffee, I'm going to go for a coffee. I'm going to go, I don't know climbing or do you know what I do which I can't believe I'm going to admit this go on and this oh my god oh, did you hear that <laughs> I did hear it's, um, it's hungry time it's, it is isn't it I'm a bit hungry um, this is so weird and as I say I don't know why I'm, I'm admitting it on the podcast but I <laughs> you sure say if I'm having like a real desk day yeah I reward myself with wheeze is that normal Oh, with oh my god! I thought you said weed. And I was like, Molly, I didn't know you smoked <laughs> weeds, no. like the toilet. Weeds, yeah. Like so, I'll be like, right, if you can do this for like another hour, or if you can get this done, you can go for a wee. And I like oh hold my, my wheeze. That's weird, isn't it? That's so weird. You're depriving yourself of. Though, to be fair, I think I do that as well because I just think, oh, I've just said that. I can't be. Yeah, like, and it I'm like not, interrupts the flow. Yeah, exactly. Quite literally. <laughs> literally. 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 <laughs> so um, reward yourselves, guys. You've earned yes, it. Yes. Um, there was one last little thing that I wanted to talk about as well before we get on to Go on, then. some inspiration for our desperation. And I think this is something that I've mentioned on the pod. Have you ever heard um, of. It's a psychological. Um, theory i think um the difference between external locuses of control and internal locuses of control no i haven't (laughs) no no you haven't um so basically a person with an external locus of control and let's be honest we'll probably all know people like this they attribute their success or failures often failures to luck or chance um, or to a higher power or another person. Yeah, I could I could list a few. Rather than I won't. Their own actions. Yeah, and so it's this idea of like n- sort of always thinking that it's someone else's or something else's It's out fault. of their hands. It's, it's out of yeah. your hands. Which yeah. life happens and We've all a, lot been of, there, right? a lot of stuff is. It's just your outlook on things, isn't it? Rather than going, oh, why me? Why is it always it is, me? It is that idea oh. of like, why me? And it's like... It, you know, you might often find yourself saying like, oh, well, if the weather had been different or if my neighbours oh, were noisy. Oh, hindsight and like... Yeah, or if my friend hadn't been insensitive. Like we find these external reasons for our behaviour. And I remember actually one time <laughs> going back many years, um, 
I did badly at this exam. And I remember saying to my mum and thinking to myself, it's because the answer, the questions weren't what I'd prepared for. That was why I'd failed at that exam. The questions were not what I prepared for. And then actually I was like, and this was a lesson I learned many years ago and it's been really helpful that I thought, fuck, hang on a minute. I hadn't prepared for the right question. And it's like such a subtle shift. But the thing is like, sorry, you're probably going to say this. The shift is that you can, that's changeable. The fact that like the questions were wrong, you can't change that. What can you do? But the fact that you hadn't prepared for the questions, that's changeable. And that's a bit more motivation, motivated to me. It's like, oh, I have a chance rather than, I had no chance in the first place. That is literally it. It takes the control from these things that you can't change to yourself. And having that perspective shift that puts you at the centre, it makes you accountable for your goals. But it also means that you can achieve them. And it's like when, okay, so you're maybe not only attributing the failures to you, but you're also not attributing your successes, really, no, are you? No, So it's like having that shift to a more internal locus of control. You're not a passive person that things just happen to you're in control and it's that it's a bit cringy but like master of your own destiny right yeah it gives you that power to make these changes yeah you know so next time you wake up and you think oh well and i keep going to this thing of running because i've literally just been for a run this week for the first time <laughs> it's, in my it's life the theme of, it's, <laughs> it's the theme of run into motivation yeah um you know if the weather's bad oh the weather's bad i can't do it well, no. Skin's waterproof. Yeah, exactly. But it does, it, it shifts It shifts how you think about how achievable these things are, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, I have a, a print on my wall that says like, I, I, I've said it before and I butcher it every time, but it's like, <laughs> you are, if you don't like where you are, you have the power to change it um, within reason, obviously. But I, I do really believe that if you're not liking where you are, who you are, what you're doing, how you're acting you do have the power to change it i'm not saying it's easy no no and there may be barriers that are and, out of your control which is like yeah. the little disclaimer we said at the beginning yes yeah yeah yeah. um and like obviously i'm not talking about you know the whole kim k like some people just need to work <laughs> going back to that. we all have the same 20 yeah, yeah 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 in a day like not i'm not discussing that because that's like a whole different thing but yeah if if it's if it's to do with easier stuff um but yeah that i'm now i don't know where i'm going for this <laughs> Polly, help I, me. no no i totally agree and i guess the way i would sum that up is embrace your failures as yours because then you can also claim your successes as well yeah. so i think there's a real positive power to be found in having that more internal locus of control I love and that. not always shifting that that the blame onto someone else because otherwise when you when you also succeed it's the that's it's not, yours. not yours either yeah um so for me and everyone anyway, loves failure like i love hearing about it i like experiencing it it makes me human it makes me relatable yeah it makes other people relatable if you're not failing you're not succeeding either it's no. just a fact you can't have one without the other you literally can't you can't like, the two the two don't um they don't separate so Hopefully, um, these tips will have been a little bit motivating or they'll have given you some, even just some food for thought for making you think about, okay, well, how how are you feeling at the moment in terms of your motivation? How might you best address it? Maybe you've got some different tips and tricks. And if you do, then we'd love to hear them. Um, Pop on the Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, Come we, l- we love hearing about it. We're going to um, move on to our inspiration for we our are. desperation. Let's get it. Let's, let's get it. Okay. 
So we got some inspiration for our desperation. Um, and I've got a quote that I found online, which I really like. And um, I think you've got some from our lovely listeners. Yeah, exactly. Kick we, us off. Our little PhD community. Um, so we have one saying, you've got this. Because I said I'm lacking in motivation. <laughs> so love the positivity. Again, it's that self-talk. Yep. You you've know. got this. Motivation comes and goes. Just remember, any little thing you do all contributes to the end goal. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. When you said that, I just heard like Bob Marley and I nearly started singing. I'm so glad I what stopped song? myself. Every little, oh, every little thing contributes to the end goal. <laughs> I'm so glad that was you and not me. Um, should I do the other one as well? Um, yes, please do. Good luck for the motivation. Maybe you just need a break um, and sort of, as you say, sort of, because I was like, maybe, maybe yeah. sometimes you just need to reflect and need a break. So that was really nice. Um, I just really like the good lucks and the you got this. And, and that's it. And it's sort of what we said at the beginning about the finding your support network and whether that's online, whether it's in person. Yeah. Finding those people that are going to say to you, you've got this. You can do this. Yeah. Like, they're the people you, that you need in your life. And it's not because you want to always be draining them for like positive affirmations, but it's a two way street, isn't it? You give them back and you support each other as well. Yes. Yes. If you find that you have a friend that you're always having to say that to and they're never saying it back, well, you know, maybe you need to think. About yeah, you're not their therapist. <laughs> yes. Protect um, your energy and all that. For sure. All that la-di-da. But no, they're all really, really great little uh, yeah. little tips. The one that I found online, which now I'm reading it, I'm like, <laughs> is that even relevant? But I read it and I was like, oh yeah, I think it is. And again, it's it's what we've sort of said before. But this quote just says, I am who I choose to become. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it's just that I am thing. who I choose to become. So, so you have control. It's yeah. your choices. It's your um, decisions that will yeah. get you to the person you want to be. And for, for me anyway, there's something very motivating in that in thinking that I can be who I want to be. Okay. I don't know if that scares me. <laughs> <laughs> In like motivation is that oh it's all down to me that's scary like but then again but it is though it literally yeah, is yeah yeah no one's gonna write your thesis for you that's true that's true <laughs> oh god help guys I'm getting serious scared eyes from Emily right now <laughs> no I think no I no I like I obviously I do like that mentality I think we all have control in it and you just need to find out what works for you it's not you know yeah. just because something works for me or works for Molly doesn't mean it works for you. Figure out what makes you tick and what gives you that joy and that push to to get motivation. And if it is that negative motivation, ask yourself why, like I have done this session, because mm. um, it's been really useful. And sorry, we're not going to hear from the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. Mm. Um, we're giving them a break for good. <laughs> <laughs> They're fired. <laughs> Basically, they all have jobs and it's just so hard. And we can't have them in the studio and the phone lines are never that great. So, unfortunately, guys, you're just stuck with our dulcet tones for an extra... Yeah, what can you do? ...extra segment at the, <laughs> at the end of every episode. Let us know if you want to hear them. If you're missing them, then, uh, you know, fuck off and go listen to something <laughs> Savage. I'm joking. We love you and um, hopefully that's helped. Do you want to read the quote again? I am, what was it? I am who I choose to become. Lovely. This has been Stupid Genius. It's stupid Genius, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.